What's up, guys? Today is episode 39. Wednesday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Episode 39, though, it is titled as such. May the 4th, Marks, Tacos, Beers, Locks, and Horses be with you. We got a lot of stuff coming up. A lot of stuff. Whoa, Jerry. Easy there, bud. Don't, uh, don't, don't shoot the messenger and uh, get ahead of yourself, but... We got a lot of stuff, of course, office talk, beers, sports, locks, a lot of cool stuff. We have a special guest, a really special guest here. I'll let him introduce himself. But of course, with all of our special guests, we're going to do an icebreaker. So special guest, your first question of the icebreaker is the name you want to give us. Girth. Girth, I love that. <laughs> Say what up to Girth, everyone. Girth, where are you from? So Girth is from uh, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Oh, Nazareth. Okay. Nazareth boy, I like that. So give us your job title and then a day in the life of Girth. What is that looking like for you personally, Girth? <laughs> so for Girth, if I may speak in the third person. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you know, Girth is an inventory accountant. I work for a large tobacco company. Uh, day in the life, you know, I don't want to get too into detail, wake up, you know, drink the coffee, go to work. I'm an accountant. So you might say my stuff is boring, but when I'm looking at numbers, you know, it's blissful. I'm doing Whoa. what I'm doing. I'm moving what I'm moving and I'm smoking what I'm smoking. Oh, I like that. You know, I like that. Fire me up. And I leave it open-ended because I am smoking what I'm smoking. So, so it's one of your benefits that you just get like a pack every single day. You know, you could say pack, you could say box, you know, okay. you could say bundle. I get Ooh. whatever I want any day. I, I love smoking it. Um, so it's is, good. It, is everyone just chiefing in the office there? Well, you know, one of the first times I was there, you know, we're working around financial paper. I'm an accountant and I uh, I hear, or not hear, I smell smoke. Sorry. Girth smells smoke. <laughs> and I'm like, we can, we can smoke in here? And yeah, so we're, allowed, would, to, we're just allowed to chief in the office in front of, you know, million dollar papers in front of us so That's, that is awesome it's i can't nice. i can't tell how many times i have like a big okay. deal i'm working on just would love to just yeah i love one. it i mean I, f I feel like a lot of people here love a good cigar okay last part of the icebreaker is one question so barring the sport of baseball if you had to pick one person in this room to beat in any sport your life depended on it who would it be and what are the sport? Jared and golf. Oh! Wow. Fire me up! Wow. Wow. Jared, quick quick uh, statement to that. What do you have to say? I have a wallet, and I like to play. We can go anytime oh, you want, I buddy. I love it. I love it. Okay. Okay. Perfect. That was that was perfect, Girth. Thank you, because um, Jared is always about that action. So that was the perfect answer. Okay. My next question for you is, I know you're personally not a born person. I know, I know you well. Um, but tell the world why accounting isn't boring. Well, or maybe it is. You tell us. It's a loaded question because it is and it isn't. <laughs> so on surface level, when you think of an accounting or accountant, it's just, you know, you're working in spreadsheets. You're working with numbers. You know, you're working 10 hours a day and month end sucks. For most of us, it probably does. But it's fun if you work for one, a good company where you can smoke what you smoke and I like that two, you know, you're moving money around. You're working with big numbers. 
and this might sound really nerdy and I am a little bit, but when you're dealing with numbers, you got to be the people pleaser with the numbers. You're speaking to people that don't know numbers and you know <laughs> numbers. You are the person with knowledge. You are the person with clout. You are the person oh. that tells people what to do with the numbers. Okay. I see what you're saying because I feel like if I'm dealing with an accountant and I am not a smart person at all, I am probably on the uh, lower part of the totem pole when it comes to smarts. If someone like you just tells me what's up and when you tell me, you just give me all the facts and numbers, I'm going to be like, wow, this guy's the smartest person ever. He's got it. Exactly. And <laughs> Right without question. Yeah, without question, <laughs> Exactly. Bro. I mean, if you're talking to someone in a department that doesn't you know, deal with financials, I don't want to get too serious, but I'm being serious is that you got to talk in people's terms. You got to talk like you're talking to someone that's in first grade. You really do. With no disrespect to that person. <laughs> I believe it. You, that's me. <laughs> you have to think that that person literally has the knowledge of a first grader. It's like that show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Like, genuinely, sometimes I don't think so. But when I'm explaining it to people, and they're like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Like, I have the knowledge of a, of a human. I am a god. Okay. A number okay, god. okay, okay. I have a quick question for you. Go ahead. Quick question. Um, 12 times 7. 12 times 7. 84. Uh, can someone fact check that? Because I don't nice. know if that's right or not. <laughs> it's right. Yes. Damn it. Okay. You passed. <laughs> okay. Okay, Girth. You got me. Um, last thing. Last thing for you is I. I want an accounting story. So whatever story you think uh, can really relate to the people most, or whatever story you think is really shows accounting, mm. uh, what it can really be. Give mm. it to me right now. So. You know, most of my working life, it's been it's been COVID revolved. I did work before that, but right at the beginning of COVID, um, we hired this person in the accounting department. Uh, name is not being disclosed for obvious yeah, reasons. Of in course, of course. So you might think of us as boring people, but honestly, they're the most interesting fucking people on the face of the earth. This guy, when we got hired, he was the man, and I love him for this. He would bring his lunch into work. In a fine wine and spirits bag. <laughs> Every day you could count on this man bringing his lunch in that bag. And I was like, dude, what are you drinking? He's like, anything. So kind of went off the rails a little bit. He's a little cuckoo. Um, so three, four months into his you know, tenure with us, not tenure, but working with us, he started sending us emails. And they weren't emails between 8 and 5, 9 and 6. They were emails at 10 p.m. Emails oh my at God. midnight, emails at 1 a.m. And they weren't just like, hey, like this is what I've been doing. This is what I've been researching. No, they were pictures of him. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Whoa. What? They were just him. They were pictures of him or with loved ones or with friends. I know I think I showed most of you all the pictures, but I can pass it around. He sent us a picture of himself first day of COVID. He's like, you know, you all remember when uh, toilet paper was the big thing. Like uh -huh. there's not enough toilet paper mm -hmm. in the world for everyone. So he's like, guys, I'm at Walmart. There's Walmart on XX address. Dude, they got stacks of toilet paper. Him, a picture of him holding toilet paper. The best one, or the worst one, he was about to leave. And we didn't know this, but we knew it soon after. He sent us a picture, and he wasn't really liked in the office. Um, but he sent us a picture of himself, and he photoshopped it. And he photoshopped it with a pencil mustache on, him, on his face. Pretty epic. And... 
he wrote the word tool on his head. Pretty Wait, weird. On himself. On himself. Not photoshopped. Why would you do no, that to no, yourself? No, no, sorry. He, he took a picture of himself, but he photoshopped the pencil mustache in. <laughs> oh, my in. God. Imagine he wrote that and with a marker. No, that, no, <laughs> that, <laughs> that, the mustache. Now, that would be epic. But he sent a picture of him, and he photoshopped the pencil mustache and tool on his forehead, and the only words in the body of the email were, never forget. <laughs> Wait, what? This is someone you worked with. Someone I worked with. After all this time you worked with them. Yep. They send you this picture where they photoshopped themselves and just the email was never forget. Never forget <laughs> and the photo attachment. That's some what? school shooter type vibes right there. You know, <laughs> uh, I'd be remiss to say this if I didn't, but it's been saved on my desktop ever since. <laughs> I mean, I... And I never knew when it would come into handy, but this is the time it comes in handy. Yes, that's perfect. I feel like if I worked in your office, that'd be my desktop picture. Oh, if the president wasn't walking around behind me looking at the desktop picture, I would have been 10 miles ahead of you. <laughs> that's, that is, that is, wow. I'm flabbergasted. I mean, someone, Jesus. To, someone to Photoshop themselves. My <laughs> ego's too big to like make fun of myself and send it to the company at Why one, not just one in the morning. The like, audacity to do that. You know, <laughs> it made me question everything he's done. Smart guy. Genius. He, he's very smart. But to do that to yourself and send it out to the company. Like, bruh, that's that, all. <laughs> that's the best I can say. Yeah, that that is uh, that's crazy. Um, I I can't imagine being in a office setting and a coworker that you worked with for X amount of days, however long it was. They just send you that. It's just like, what do you do after that? Never you, talk to you, him again. You leave the company. Like that's what he did. <laughs> like a week later, he announced his resignation, and I was like, you know, you were true in saying that. I will never forget. How many pictures did he like send to everybody in total at random times? At least fifteen. Oh my at lord! Least. I wonder how lonely this guy had to be to be like, "Oh, it's midnight. Let me just email all my coworkers right now." Yeah, I feel like we all know someone like that. Um, Girth, that was a great story. Thank you for that. And hey, never forget, baby. Never, never forget. Fucking forget. <laughs> okay, one thing that a couple of things before we uh, we move on to sports. I need, we need to talk about, um, I think Eli, Eli sent it to us, Dave Chappelle, he got assaulted at a comedy show. What's, yeah. what's up with that? Yeah. Um, you ever, you know, when you see a celebrity and these guys are walking around with just a squad of NFL linebackers. Yep. Have you ever seen those guys jump into action before? Full throttle? Not Put on really. the gas? As Lucas says, standing on the gas? Well, if you tackle Dave Chappelle on stage in a performance, that's exactly what you're going to find out. And your arm is going to go from north to south, dude. That dude got rearranged like Mr. Potato Head backstage. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. The craziest thing. But, like, bro, Dave Chappelle's the GOAT. Like, you don't mess with that guy. Yeah, that video you sent me, I couldn't believe that guy's arm was like that. I mean, dude was straight up C3PO and Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> so everybody said he was the Nicki Minaj fan who would put his <laughs> his hands on his hips, bro, and do this crazy video. I'm gonna have to show it. It'll make perfect sense. Man was down bad, like Peter falling down the steps, broken Wor down bad. Worst part is he didn't even take Chappelle down. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. totally, <laughs> totally fucked up. Yeah, what a bitch. Um, Why did he do that? I don't know, I don't man. Know. People think they could just assault comedians yeah, now. Right? I saw Chris like, Rock asked. He came back on the stage because Chris Rock was there, and he asked if that was Will Smith who did that. 
<laughs> which I mean, who knows? Yeah. Oh. That he, he had a gun and a knife? It was a fake gun that was a knife. He had a gun that shoots knives? And now he has a broken arm. <laughs> a gun that shoots but knives. Dude, he could kill them. Be careful, Cod's listening. They're going to add it. He's going to murk me for the next three weeks. I feel like if that guy would have got away with it, he, we would have to do a public execution. 100%. Oh yeah. You can't kill Dave Chappelle like that, dude. Come oh, on. No, the world needs loves, him. Yeah, everyone loves Dave Chappelle. Uh, another thing in the news, I think, Jar- Jared, you brought this up. Uh some sort of NASA is sending something to aliens. Um, so things are going around. Weird shit's happening. I mean, it's 2022. You can't throw anything by us anymore. But uh, we're, I guess we're going to look for alien life. And um, the hook on the, the bait in the hook is going to be nudes, human nudes. <laughs> Wait, what? Human nudes. So like... They just sent those out into space? NASA launched naked pictures of humans to space in hope of attracting aliens. Like... So they are we gonna come down? Like, what if we they just come down and start raping us? <laughs> I mean, they must. And have it's liked- all NASA's fault, dude. Just because they're like, let's send a <laughs> let's send a video of King Kim Kagan or booty beat on out to some aliens. They and must then have- next thing you know, we are all pretty much in a prison cell in Azkaban. Like, they must what's going have liked on? what they saw. I mean, okay. So if you're a NASA, Jared. What kind of news are you sending? Oh, ass or titty ass, news? You're asking me? Oh, my God. I don't... Oh, man. Pro- probably titty pics, right? Gotta be. I feel like I feel like uh, the planet of Earth has some has better titty pics than booty pics. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And yeah. that, that, you know, Lisa Ann went to my high school, so that's saying a lot. Oh, you know, best of both worlds, that? almost. Best of a <laughs> lot of worlds, if we're really being honest. Um, but if you think, like... If they were going to send a celeb tape, is it the Kim K one or is it Tommy Lee and Pamela? Oh, see, that's funny that you said that because I think it's easily Kim K because of what she became. But a close, very close second would be Pam and Tommy. Dude, can you imagine the aliens up in space? Like, whatever happened to that girl? (laughs) (laughs) Just Borat 2.0. Or in Ray J's case, whatever happened to that guy? He's like... It's raging. He's an right? extra on the Kardashians <laughs> TV show. At the, the alien's going to be coming in and telling them how they hit it first. This, this <laughs> article that Ralph had up said that the alien shouldn't be too surprised of receiving the pictures. That's how many? Nice how many different <laughs> species are just shooting out nudes to interstellar worlds? I don't know, man. But is this it, common? Hearing shit like this makes me kind of want an Elon Musk of the world because he would have us prepared for an alien invasion. Like... Earth needs our own evil genius, right? So in that case, it's a good point. We need him to defend us, right? Unfortunately, the S- Avengers is fiction, so you're right. We speaking, need somebody. Speaking of evil genius, how about it? Fuck. This is what Fire we up. have today. That was good, Frank. How about it? Yeah, so, this guy, Frank, is a marketing machine, dude. I have this evil genius beer in front of me, right? And I'm a big fan Ooh. of Evil Genius. Uh, their mm. their brewery down in the Philly area, super cool. I've been there before, and it's awesome. I mean, they got Nintendo 64 set up. They got uh, all sorts of uh, games, board games, um, the all the drinking games you could think of. So I'm a big fan of Evil Genius, but it's a big old but. This beer, I said what I said. It's a key lime margarita sour so by saying this it's a blonde ale that's been fermented with a special hybrid sour yeast 
for the perfect level of acidic tartiness than dosed with natural margarita flavor. I fucking hate margaritas. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. Oh my God. Oh my. This is awful for me personally. I mean, this is all lime. You don't taste anything else in this beer but lime. So if you like lime, if you like margaritas, I mean, this tastes like a margarita in a can. So if that's your thing, you do you. But for me, this is easily, easily. I mean, drinkability's there, so that's what's going to get its score. But this is easily a 3.5 for me. 3.5? Okay. It is awful. I believe uh, that's better than the, the Fegley's one you gave, though. Yeah, oh. you gave the Fegley's one a zero, so... I thought I'm, that one expired. I'm going all the way on the other side of the spectrum, man. Like, I, I fucking hate tequila, but uh, this isn't oh, tequila at all, even though it's margarita sour. And I love lime and, and bitters and whatnot. Um, like, I feel like I could pour this over some ice or some shit like that. So I'm going to give it a 7.1 and not for nothing, Evil Genius is my favorite brewery ever. So there's a little bias there as well. But I, I like this. Hot summer day. I don't know. Okay, Eli. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm the opposite of Nick. I'm a massive tequila fan, like absolute massive tequila. We fan. love tequila on this side of the table. Tequila, dude, game over. Um, with that being said, when I read key lime, I think of yogurt, and that kind of messed me up a little bit off initial taste. But it's not bad. I'll give it like a six point two. Nothing crazy, but I do love the tequila, the lime taste. Um. So a lot of people here were bartenders. Uh, most important thing I learned during my bartending time was if you only drink tequila and nothing but tequila, you will not get a hangover because tequila is made with agave and not potatoes. Potatoes have carbs. That's what resets your blood sugar and fucks you up with the headache. So if you want to go out but you have work the next night, drink tequila, have a couple of Coronas. You'll feel fine in the morning. Um, I I like this. I like this one a lot, actually. It's it's uh, It doesn't burn your teeth off like the last one we did. So I think the drinkability is there, like Nick said. Um, I brought six of these. I'm going to have the second one, 6.2. Very delicious. Okay. Special oh. guest, Girth, what do you got? So I'm also not the biggest fan of Margs. And when wow. I saw this, I was uh, I didn't know what to think. But smelt good. Nose, the aroma was nice. You know, Girth likes something nice on the nose. Um, but you know, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that girth. It's very nice on the nose. Hey, don't, don't think too much into what I said. Um, you know, let's get to it. Um, it's not great. It's not awful. Would I drink another one? Maybe one more. I'm gonna give it a 4.20. I'd be smoking what I smoke. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I, love I love that. that. I love that. Love the golf polo too. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, that's great. Fire I'm whoop your ass out, dude. I'm going to whoop you. Anytime, <laughs> any place, you oh, got dude, me. I'm, I'll bring my wallet. Listen, oh. I got So, fun fact, Girth and I played against each other in the Legion Championship, and they beat us. We had a Division uh, two Triple Crown winner on the third game of the series, and they ended up kicking our ass. So, uh, revenge time for me, and I'm, I'm, I'm not laying back, dude. Mm. Fuck you up. Love the rivalry there. Yeah, I mean... There's competition, competition in golf. Sheesh. Sign me Love up. Love it. We had a good time playing Speaking over the weekend. Speaking of competition, moving on. Uh, one of the biggest, most iconic events this weekend. 
Jared, I know you wanted to uh, say your piece, so take it away. It's a great imitation of a uh, bugle horn. Thanks, man. Kentucky Derby, dude. Like, how do you not love the ponies? I I bet on the Triple Crown every year. You know what I mean? You have to. You got to get on the Kentucky Derby, the Belmont, and the Preakness. And this is the first of the three. Um, I'm gonna drink martinis, wear a fancy outfit, pretend I'm cool. Uh, I I like I like to play. You know, four or five horses this year. I'm playing four. Got to get chalky. Um, got to go with Epicenter. He's a little colt, you know, little guy. Um, and his jockey is going to be Joel Rosario. He's placed first, first, second, first, first, and sixth so far. Um, all on dirt races, so not a bad number seven to two. Then we're going with Mo Dungle, or however you say. He's 10 to one. Um, his birthplace is Kentucky. His jockey's Erad Ortiz Jr. Sorry if I botched that, but... Three races, all dirt, first, third, and first. Then you got Messier, who's uh, eight to one. Canadian bred there for you, Frank. So from the Great oh, White North. Canada. From the Great White North. He's three and three. Um, career earnings four hundred and thirty five thousand six hundred dollars. He's eight to one. And then you got I mean, come on, you gotta do a long shot. We got Happy Jack. I just love his name. Um, I love happy people. I know a cool guy named Jack, and I love Pepper Jack Cheese. And he's got three. He's got two third place finishes and a five place finish. So why not send it? We're gonna do a bunch of exacta boxes, drink martinis, wear fancy hats, and watch animals get abused with whips. I love that. Um, the the funny thing about uh, horse betting is the names will just make someone bet anything. So my thing is, if I relate to the name or if it's a Puerto Rican jockey, I'm betting it. Um, a wise, <laughs> a very wise man once said, fast women and slow horses will ruin your life. So there you go. Moving on. A lot, a lot, a lot of NBA talk. I mean, the heart of the NBA playoffs, second round going on right now. Uh, I guess we'll start with what? Grizzlies Warriors, jaw <laughs> dropping 40 Seven talking that yin yang after Ooh. the game too. Talking that yin yang. Tell me that. that. Tell me that dunk picture isn't the coldest picture you've ever seen. Like, bro, if if we all went back to being ten years old, all six of us in this room have that picture up as a poster on our wall. That's so true. Tell me I'm wrong. I Dude, mean, no, you're not wrong. That is one of the coldest pictures I've ever seen. My man's hair was in the perfect spot, bro. Whose hair is in the perfect spot for a dunk picture on a poster? He's just electric. I mean, he is super electric, and he backs up all the shit he talks on Twitter. I mean, at one point in the Timberwolves series, John Morant had more tweets tweeted than field goals made, but he's clearly made up for that at this point. I mean, dropping 47 against the Warriors at full strength and winning the game to tie the series, that's pretty fucking impressive. Dude, the Warriors... And that's the thing, too. Like, the Warriors look good. Like, I know that they're a very different team from when they were the chip-winning Warriors with KD, but, I mean, that team is – they're sound and they're a machine and they're ready to take somebody on. Like, there, there's a chance, and this is a little bit of a hot take on my end, but I honestly think the Golden State and Grizzly series might be the best series that we see in all of the playoffs. Honestly, I don't know, man. Timberwolves, Grizzlies were, were really good. Um, so we'll see. And I think Celtics Bucks can shape up to be just as good too. It could. 
Tied 1-1 as well. The star power is there, but the only issue I have with this series is that we've already seen a clear winner both games. Early in the game, you see who's winning that game. The first game, Giannis couldn't stop. And then the next game, (laughs) Jarek, you show me ads. His ads are unbelievable. You wouldn't believe it. The first game, Giannis was unstoppable. The second game, he couldn't make anything. I mean, his his shots that we he was hitting at like a 30%, 25% rate were going in off luck. Like he was throwing them up. It was it was ugly to see. So, I mean, if that if that series can shape out a little bit and you know, there's not the blowouts, then yeah, I do agree with you. I think it could be one of the best as well. I, I don't understand how you can go from like a game separation from complete dominance to like who the fuck is this guy? Have you ever golfed? Uh, all right, oh, very fair. Very, that's <laughs> a very fair point. Game one, 101 to 89, and then game two, 86 to 109. That is huge, man. Spread out. For playoff teams, dude, I just feel like that is way too big. You know we got those Suns tickets, though, so it's okay. It's just two big whompings in, in uh, you know, either favor. I guess we'll see, though. Yeah. I mean, we, we still got a lot of long playoffs uh, to go. A lot of playoffs. Anything else you guys wanted to bring up for the NBA before we move on? Just happy Devin Booker's back, and I hope Embiid comes back so my tickets are both alive. Heat Revenge Tour. That's Heat true. Revenge tour I do here. like. Here we go. Even though I don't want to see the 76ers win, I do want to see Embiid back because it just makes for a better series. So I do agree there. He could have a LeBron saga with the face mask, too. He's got yeah. an orbital fracture. I mean, who even. So he's definitely out for. Obviously, he was out for game one. He's definitely mm-hmm. out for game two. We'll mm-hmm. see game three. But he'll be I back soon. You know, the Sixers missed like 11 shots that James Harden kicked out that were wide open. 11. Think I about mean, they hit all those. They honestly kind of suck they, without yeah, Joel Embiid. Yeah. Yeah, they, need they need the facilitator. <laughs> and James Harden is just, uh, he's never really done anything in the playoffs. Yeah. Has he? Okay. Uh, we, won't, we won't stay too much on this, but I just have to bring it up because every sports fan can relate to this. Uh, the Rangers-Penguins game last night, I watched the whole thing. It went to three overtimes. It was in Madison Square Garden, so all the Ranger fans were there. The Penguins won. They fucking won. And I know every sports fan can relate to this because <clears throat> just giving six hours of your life to something and then it not winning that fucking sucks. I mean, the ride home for some of those Rangers fans was brutal, and I've been in their position before, so I know what they're feeling. That just fucking sucks. So I just had to bring that up because I know their pain. I felt it too, even though I could just turn the TV off and go home. But, yeah, that's awful. Only thing worse than taxes. Moving on, though, Jared, MLB Minute. Here we go. We got totals, first inning, over a half. Our favorite team, the team, the only team, New York Yankees, 8-16. and 16. Just keep betting that that no, baby, that under. It's Come on, that fire me up. Red Sox, 10-14. and 14. Blue Jays, 13-12. and 12. Rays, 14-11. O's, 7-17. There's another great team to bet the no. White Sox, 13-9. Twins, 11-13. Guardians, 9-13. Royals, 10-12. Tigers 12 and 10, Mariners 13 and 10, Angels 14 and 11, Astros 11 and 13, Rangers 14 and 9, A's 12 and 12, Phillies 13 and 11, Mets 11 and 15, Braves 17 and 9, Marlins 9 and 14, Marlins 12 and 13. 
Cardinals 14 and 9, Braves 12 and 12, Cubs 12 and 13, Pirates 14 and 10, Reds 9 and 14, Dodgers 14 and 9, Padres 14 and 11, Diamondbacks are 12 and 13, Giants 11 and 12, Rockies 13 and 9, all in all 30 357 to 353. So the yes is a little bit over. Find your Boom. good teams, keep tracking it. Yankees no is an absolute winner right now and what more can you say about it? The Yankees, though. Let's talk about the Yanks. Dude, they're Our favorite fucking, ball game. They're Our fucking ball right team. now. Fire me up. Quote Jared. Go Yanks. Jared, how many straight wins? Give it to Dude, me, baby. Ele- come on. We just got we just come got on. 10 last night. We're going for 11 tonight. And then we got a day off with Garrett Cole coming on Friday um, against the Rangers. I'm, I'm so excited. This team's really fun to watch. I watched the game last night. Um, they, they went against Manoa, who's, who was 4-0. And they just put together some amazing at bats, and they really grinded, and then they blew up. I mean, dude, this team can hit, and they're they're finally like playing like the Yankees should. So, MLB best plus like fifty four run differential. I mean, these guys are just not hitting home runs; they're just getting hits every way they can. You know who's surprising me? Josh Donaldson, bro. This guy. He's just hitting. He's getting up to the bat, and he's just hitting, whether it's singles or doubles. That's what the Yankees needed. We don't need a team that can possibly hit eight home runs in one game. We need a team that can situationally hit, hit when it counts, clutch hitting. That's what we needed, and I think that's what they're yeah, doing right now. Yeah, great at bat for him last night with the double, and then Judge, he, and then, and then uh, – Marwan Gonzalez comes in and trades places. Even his defense, is, Donaldson's defense has been spectacular. I mean, the dude has an absolute hose from third base. Um, I know we were all sad when our shell left. And um, I would say Donaldson has been super clutch with his hits this year, but I know he's a much better hitter than a low 200 uh, batting average. So I think, you know, it's only a matter of time where, where teams are going to come in and they're you know, going to have new game plans for some of the bats that are crushing right now, like Judge and Rizzo are tied for home run lead in the MLB. So obviously guys are going to start trying to avoid them. And um, I mean, IKF's hitting 300. So, you know, you don't want to pitch to him with guys on base. DJ May, who's one of the best hitters with guys on base. So it's only a matter of time before Donaldson's going to get his pitches, dude. And the rain is coming, baby. The pitchers are pitching very well. Oh, dude, our staff looks nasty. I think we just got to trade for probably maybe a catcher come the deadline. I don't know what's up with Higashioka. The guy was the best player in spring. Real quick, Jared. I, I told you this earlier, but I would do anything in my life possible right now to just swap Scherzer and Garrett Cole. Oh, absolutely. I fucking love Max Scherzer Dude's and what he's dog. doing for the Mets right Dude now. Dude is a dog. And they don't even have DeGrom back yet. Wait oh, till DeGrom comes back. But the thing is, like, not only is he pitching well, he's just leading that team. I mean, even on his off days, he's barking in the fucking... And everything. He's barking in the dugout. He's he He is just the life and blood force of that team. I'd give a left nut right now if, if we could just do a one-for-one swap. With Garrett Cole yeah. and, and Max Scherzer. I mean, imagine if we got Syndergaard, too. Think about how great he's pitching for the Angels right now. We got to make some type of move, get one more big arm in there. Penn's looking pretty good. I mean, Michael King's an absolute beast coming out of the pen. Nestor Cortez, Nasty Nez has been really good to start. Um, I mean, we definitely have all the pieces on offense. I think we make a couple yeah. moves, get a pitcher and a catcher. I love and then, it. I we love might, it. Bunch beers World Series this year. Gotta yeah. be. Oh, I would love Fire that. Fire me up. Um, 
a, a post or a video that went viral yesterday. Um, so by the time you're hearing this, it's been a couple of days. But the Canadian fan, so it's a Blue Jays fan, he got the Aaron Judge home run ball and he gave it to the young Yankee fan. So first off, that would never happen in the Bronx, in the Bronx Zoo. Um, if it was roles were reversed, the bleacher creatures would probably throw a young Blue Jays fan into the field. <laughs> so let's just let's just uh, let's clear that up. And you know what? I don't give a fuck because I love it. New York ain't nice. I, I absolutely love the Bronx Zoo. I love the bleacher creatures. I am a bleacher creature, so I'm all about that. Circling back to that home run, though, when that very generous—I mean, hey, you guys know I'm Canadian. They're just fucking nice up there. They do like if you go up there, they will. If, even if you're in the wrong, they'll apologize for it. So the the Blue Jays fan out, giving boys. that ball to the young Yankee fan that is probably the exact opposite of the blog I posted earlier, aka fuck them kids. Please go check it out. It's on our website. I tweeted it out. Uh, I posted on YouTube. Check out the blog. It's my personal story of the time I caught a foul ball from Brett Gardner. Check it out. What's our website? www.lunchbeerspod.com. I fucking nailed that. Mm. I fucking Dirty. nailed that. I heard that on TV for- during the Super Bowl. That's how smooth that was. I fucking it's nailed a QR that. code floating around. Boom. Mm. Moving on. You smell that JP toes. Moving on. To our last thing, Can't Ralph, hit it with me. Boom. Locks of the week. The Giants, even though I'm extremely happy with their draft, they did not select an offensive lineman with their first pick. So I'm 11-8-1. But, hey, this is what we do. We move on in advance. I already tweeted out. I posted out everywhere. This is the big maple lock of the week, okay? The Toronto Maple Leafs. Minus 129, minus 130, minus 135, whatever you can get them at, the Toronto Maple Leafs will win tonight. Okay? One more time. The Toronto Maple Leafs will win tonight. Guaranteed. Lock of the week. Nikki Q, give okay, it to me. Okay, syrup. Just <laughs> threw me off. Um, Kim K special last week. Total Whoa. comeback. Uh, for li- for Liverpool, baby. All right, Chris Pratt. Wow, I was freaking <laughs> that was out good. on that, that shit, good. man. Um, they went up 2-0 in the first half. Unbelievable. I thought it was dead right then and there. Liverpool comes back, scores three in the last 28 minutes of the game, which is unfucking real If you know soccer, football, whatever, anything over three goals is a high-scoring game. So that was a hit. Uh, thank me later. Uh, but we're going to stay with soccer because that's where I rock and roll. I'm going to parlay. I'm taking Arsenal over Leeds uh, United and then Chelsea against the Wolves. I'm taking Arsenal and Chelsea, both money line. Comes out to minus 106 total. Uh, hit it. I just got an email that the Fed increased the rates. Half a percent in the markets rallied just like I anticipate that the Sixers and the Heat are going to rally tonight with that over 207.5. That's easy money. No Embiid. They can't do anything inside the paint, and they're going to make up three-point shooting. Give the ball to Maxi. That's it. Who else plays on that team? I don't know. They don't matter. Harden? Harden? No. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. All right. Very good. You know what else is very good? Me winning again. Finally. 
Um, still a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do. Eight and twelve. Um, but guess what? The Yankees, they don't, they're, they're good. All right. They're finally good. And we're all happy about it. And like I said last week, and I'll say it again this week, they beat bad teams and who they got coming into town on Friday. None other than a bad team. The Texas Rangers (coughs) Yankees minus one and a half. Garrett Cole's on the bump. Yankees minus one and a half. Garrett Cole's on the bump. Send it. Tremby, let's hear it. Take me to late Saturday night, early Sunday morning. This mm. is an Eli special because I know you mm. vibe with this. I like it already. UFC. Oh, mm. punch you know, me. I had, a, I had a shop around for this, but I was looking earlier today. Odds not going in my favor, but if you look in the other couple days, main event, Charles Oliveira versus Justin Gaethje. Oh, I'm real biased on this. Let's hear it. Charles Oliveira, money oh, line. Oh, get this guy. Edit him What's out, it at? Wow. Hey, it Whole episode. Hey, no. Get him out. What's the money line at? <laughs> right now, it's at about minus 190. Earlier okay. in the week, it was minus 160. You're laying some juice, but I- I'm, I'm real confident. You know, I've had some luck with the UFC, so I might be biased in that, but I'm laying some money down on it. Count it. Count me 1 and 0 next week when I'm not here. Oh. Count on a text from me, too. And you'll be rolling in your grave, Eli. Oh, oh I don't roll, baby. <laughs> I'm right. too tired at that point. Beautiful. But I, yeah, I got a little something for you, Frank. I got a little something for you, a little artist of the week. Okay, let's hear it. So jump right in. We're too excited. Nick D. Listen to the song Serotonin. Listen to really any of his music, honestly. He's that guy that you see on social media, and he's like in like a public area with his microphone, and he just starts singing and sees what people do around him. But the guy's got actual fire music, so listen to him. Nick D, N-I-C with a capital D. Hey, yo. Yeah, a lot, a lot of his stuff is very feel-good stuff. Um, big fan of him. Anyways, check us out on all of our social medias. Uh, unlike Frank, who's about to get a uh, performance plan placed on him, it's lunchbeerspodcast.com, you dumb fuck. Oh, um, wow. I love it. <laughs> oh, wow. I spent I was... hours on that thing, dude. He <laughs> had to poop a lot last night. He didn't sleep much. What we could do is get the URL <laughs> right. Tell everyone to look at my outfit. Um, oh, yeah, fit check. <laughs> check Boom, the YouTube, hey. fit check. Check the YouTube, check our TikTok, which has been blowing up a little bit. Kinda. I don't know. A little spot. Um, Instagram, Twitter, the whole nine, www.lunchbeerspodcast.com, and we will see you next week. May the 4th be with you. I'm so bad. <laughs>